0: Episode of the Huge Podcast. The Huge Podcast. I, I told you I was off.
1: <laughs> I was browsing through my Facebook page like a couple months ago. And i suddenly bumped into this guy so, uh it's just ironic because we have some common interests just so happens he is the brother of my very 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 close friend here in the uae yeah he is a 38 38 year old filipino expat in dubai basically i'm just reading this off out of his facebook page like he is also a husband and A forever gamer, as what he coins it. Also, a dad. That's why he calls himself Exceptional Papa Idol. Come on. Yeah, I got gaming in my mind. Got me playing all the time. Come on. Doyle, Calwen, Mr. Doyle, how are you doing?
2: Good evening, good afternoon, good day, everybody, wherever you are. And at what time you may be uh, watching this podcast? Um, first of all thank you Mick for the invite to be able to speak in this platform quite pumped and excited of course we both are on the same boat basically uh, you have huge upside I've got my own um, page you're, you're, actually,
1: you're, you're a huge upside like you, yeah. look, you look more legit right now um, <laughs> I just want to say thank you uh, Doyle um, when I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago if you wanted to get our marks. Um, huge thank you. Um, it just shows that you're supporting us in whatever we're doing. And uh, just to tell you, um, that monetary uh, amount you gave us did not go to waste. We are investing it back to us. Actually, we're investing in ourselves. We're trying to enroll in some courses. So, yeah. you know, we want to get better at what we're doing. But anyway, um, what a segue. Um, thanks <laughs> through who you are, Kuya Doyle. Like what do you do? Who are you, man? Like what all right. What is this? What,
2: what so name's mean? Doyle Doyle Callowin and um I'm um, from de Oro City, Philippines, originally from Legan City. Um I've been a, a a forever gamer since um growing up, maybe Mario Brothers. Oh, so um uh, cool. five, six year old kid playing, uh, waiting for my older cousin's turn to finish and then play. Cause you know, Computer games Nintendo what was we, what we call that back then a family computer ah, right. a mini computer I was the family yeah. computer yeah Super Mario Galaga you only have two controllers and unfortunately growing up I was the, the sixth uh, out of the the people in in terms of age mm-hmm. in, in the in the family. I've yeah. got two elder cousins I've got two elder sisters and another elder cousin. so waiting down the line two player plays. The eldest and then if they die or if they if they finish their turn the next two in line would be <laughs> playing and then i have to be so back then that was always um the, the the case i've always enjoyed gaming uh i've played a lot of different games online games first person shooter um, wow. role-playing games is normally what I really enjoyed growing up, uh, Final Fantasy. I played ah, Diablo. And my mom's not going to like this. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Final Fantasy to death. Yeah. Like, I, Final I Fantasy, love it. I love it. Fear Effects, um, Fallout. And a no, uh, like, uh, I got into gaming because of my elder cousin, uh, mm-hmm. Ryan. Shout out to him. Shout out um, Ryan. He was, he was the one who really like, showed me. And he was the one who had the computer back then. He, had, oh. he was the first one to have a personal computer. Where I played my first um, Doom. I played my first Doom. Oh, I, played the, my the, first Warcraft, I can imagine Command the and pixels Conquer. on that one, Kuya Doyle.
0: Like you have to wow. wait. You have
2: to wait thirty minutes for yeah. the for the scene to load. Imagine oh, that thirty geez. minutes for the scene to load, and then you play forty-five minutes of a scene, and then for, for the loading again, you have to wait thirty minutes. So, um, yeah, and the PlayStation 1 came, I think, 1998, 1999. That was when we first was able to play Final Fantasy on the PlayStation. And since then, I've always played... Um, the, the only game I play now is Dota, uh, which is... I started playing that back in 2004, 2005. And since then, I've, I've always played. Um, 2012, I came to Dubai uh, for reasons of um, trying to... to uh, back in the Philippines, I wasn't really the the good type of person, not really not in terms of being being a really bad person, but <laughs> I was a bit lazy. I was a bit um, right. dependent on on my family, like too in the Philippines it was too comfortable. Um, I have a family, really. Now that's interesting. don't have yeah, don't have money to drink. Go to your cousin. you can drink. you mm. You don't have things to do. Go to your cousin. There wasn't that right? sense of urgency. like no,
0: no, Yeah, no, no.
2: It was it was always, always, always com- com- comfortable because you know, you have the comforts of having someone to buffer on, like the family. As I said, don't earn, live in the house. Mom yeah. pays for the rent, right? Mom pays for the food. So um, I told myself I was going to get married and then start life in Dubai. So that was it, that was the plan. I got married in June 2012, came to Dubai in May. 2012, same year, and the rest is history. I've been an OFW history. for the past um, eight years. Dubai has been really amazing. That's a long Life's time. Life's been really amazing, yeah. Dubai's afforded me a lot of good things, a lot of realizations, which is the thing that I really liked about this place. And yeah, all has been good. Not a walk in the park, of course. A lot of uh nope. A lot of challenges. I can attest to that. It's still a. Yeah. It's it's still not in the walk in the park. Me. <laughs> yeah, it, it never is. It Never, it never is never a walk is. in the park, but you can make it a walk in the park. Uh, some kind of a walk, not in kind of not a basically walk. in the park, but if you enjoy the small little wins that you have and enjoy the positive things out of every situation, it will be a walk. Yeah. So wow. yeah, it's been that. That's the background. So that's uh, very the 2012, idea. 2020 pandemic. Um, yeah. What did you lockdown. get out of that? A lot of realizations man, Um, that was when I told myself to stop thinking about whether I would be able to do this streaming or not. I have always pondered about this, I've always, I mean I've I was able. To, I would be able to buy my PC back then. Maybe four or five years ago, I would have been able to. But then the question was: Was this going to be a really good investment? Was it practical? Yeah.
1: Uh, this. Yeah. Would I be yeah.
2: to... yeah, yeah, up be... into mind. Like.
1: Yeah. The, this. You would. You, much you, you would think like, like you're like 37. You're back in 2020. You're already 37. Like, yeah. This is for kids. <laughs> Not child anymore. But. Yeah. then And again, like, but you look at the age now. Even the adults, even 50 year old men, are jumping into
2: streaming doesn't really matter. Doesn't matter for me for me as long as you're doing what you love to do as long as you are giving value to what you do um, then then do it I mean and enjoy the every affecting bit. affecting your family right yeah yeah as long as you're not stepping on someone else that's yes. what's important and then as long as you have a balance of things because as I said this is not an easy endeavor um, and I, it took me speaking to my wife really and explaining to her what I'm getting myself into yeah. for her to understand uh, how, the financial how did, she, how did she go through that like what um it was she was <laughs> no it was uh, she always knew I was I was a gamer uh, even no, when no. we were dating I've played Silk Road online so uh, she, uh, she knew the had... she
1: knew she knew the consequence coming in like she'd yeah, no, no. be
2: married she us. didn't know she didn't know about the streaming bit she knew I was oh. I was really I've, I've been a gamer all my life uh, as i said we dated before i had my laptop on 24 7 having a bot run (laughs) with silk road online um it was like when we go out on dates i always check on my friends my cousins to see if my my character is still in the game and she knew that (laughs) i always had the balance on that when we came to dubai she see it like as a jealous mistress like here's that laptop again
1: i'm gonna throw that laptop out of the window one day
2: (laughs) i'm i'm fortunate i'm fortunate enough for her to understand because my life here has been totally different when my uh, like compared to my life in the Philippines. Um, when I came to Dubai, I became more of a homebody, if you say that. In the Philippines, I you don't you never sit at home.
1: You you don't go out as much. Like that's the total no. opposite of what an expat should be like. Like you know all yeah. O F W expats here, like you know they like to go out, go on the hikes, trails, nope. Nope. go to the beach, go someone I mean, out and drink.
2: I mean for, for me growing up I've, I've spent most of my life outside the house I mean like when, a, uh, when so I
0: you're started, done with
2: like, that case. Huh? oh no teenagers uh, went out of the house for school 7am came back 11am 12am 11pm 12am 1am from school go, go directly to, uh, to to dinner and then find friends go to cousins places and have a few drinks and then that's, that's going to be a routine for, the, for a good 10 years of my life maybe so when I came to Dubai that was the time when I told myself this is a a, a restart, not really a restart, but a re- a reboot of what like I wanna wanna get myself into. So that was my first realizations being in Dubai, uh, being responsible for yourself, fending up for yourself. Now yeah. I'm in Dubai. If I don't work, if I spend too much, if I lose all my money, yeah, being being unreasonable in spending that I'll be living in the streets. I'm not gonna be able to fend uh, for my I'm wife. I'm a bit
1: guilty of that too, like,
2: you know, uh, spending <laughs> we unreasonably. All
1: have like, uh, my my first early years here, like, I wasn't really thinking about my future. I was still bringing my old habits from the Philippines and I brought it here. I was just, like, thinking, like, uh, the, I'll wait for the next payday. I'll do that on the next payday. day. There's still <laughs> some money coming next month. I don't care. I'll just spend this all. like. But now it's like you know, life's like taking a different turn, especially when you have a family, like when you get married, you know. Um True. life life True. is different. But I had it late in my life, I had these realizations came in late and I'm slowly learning
2: late. now. Yeah, I'm
1: slowly learning now.
2: It, it, if you so, realize that and you're still alive it's never too late. Absolutely. That's the reality. Absolutely. So, I heard it somewhere,
1: um Puyadori, like you know you can't compare chapters with everyone like this yeah. guy personally you are in a different chapter right now in your life i'm somewhere in a chapter mm-hmm. 20 or chapter 15 yeah. maybe it's, it's different for everyone
2: and right? we're writing different books
1: yeah of course <laughs> I, I, I don't regret a single thing that i've done that's the important
2: thing that's important yeah, thing. I, I
1: just noticed like you have like a tight-knit family like you and your cousins are like brothers yeah. and sisters like I only, also yeah. noticed that with your younger brother uh, shout out PJ was my very very yeah. close friend of mine yeah he, and I I would not be surprised why he loves gaming too I think he got <laughs> yeah, that off <laughs> from you that guy true. is true. like counter strike god yeah
2: yeah he plays better than me in counter yeah. strike right? in Dota he plays better than normally is the that the, the the case right you have a yeah. younger sibling doing the same thing that you do and he becomes better than you ah, uh, it's just the 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 i mean it's just the way the things would go about you're, you're correct uh, we have been a really close-knit family uh, growing up we have always practiced seeing each other every week on a sunday That's nice. uh, we normally spend the evenings in our grandparents house back in uh, the, the ordinary RER subdivision mm-hmm. so we as a family my, my my mom's like siblings would always go there, and we enjoy um, the the dinner dinner there. It it gave, made us really close. That's why you you see us treating our cousins like brothers and sisters. And perfect,
0: right? You can
2: see you can see PJ the same way uh, how I am to PJ and how I went to my cousins is the same way my cousins are to us. And um, that is just the way that we we were brought up. Even my, my uncles and aunties don't feel like they're un- uncles and aunts like. We feel like, speaking to them, they're like our second parents, basically. And that's how they treat us as well. So, very fortunate to, to enjoy such, um, such a bond and such um, nurturing from, from uh, a lot of uh, parents, should we say.
1: Right, thank you for taking us through about who you are, uh, Theodoyle. Doyle. Um, just, welcome. I'm just very curious, you know, like I, I look at uh, social media I see a lot of my favorite, cele- uh, like my ce- favorite people, like celebrities, banda dudes that I look up to. Yeah. They're all into the gaming streaming now. So how about you, uh Pedro Doyle? What inspired you to start?
2: Okay, for me, gaming. Uh, when when I uh, like, I would speak about the things that I love. Uh, I like playing basketball. We played basketball before. Yeah. Uh, I like playing Dora, which is a game that you play with other people. Uh, I'm in a band so oh, yeah. Forgot
0: about I, that I enjoy too.
2: I enjoy I enjoy collaborating I mean and in the in the music for example I enjoy oh. the blend of the bass the drums and the guitars and my voice and the voice of the vocalist Uh, with basketball, I enjoy most being the point guard because I would love to be able to pass you the ball and you score the basket. I don't care without yeah. if I don't score. If I'm able to pass you the ball and you make a basket, that's why I love playing with PJ because
0: I know yeah. his game. Yeah, he knows, uh, he'll, he he'll give so.
1: you a lot of assists because you know it's going yeah, in. He can score. He's a, he's yeah, a finisher, yeah. he yeah. knows
2: how to score. Yeah. And uh, we, we played a lot. Um, When he was growing up, I brought him to a rear face to to play with the rough people that we play with. Mm -hmm. So that's where he learned basketball. Then he grew very tall and I was like, okay, I can use you. Because I was a point guard. I've always been a point guard. So I just told him, okay, build up your body and play the slashing game. And he was was always the the good slasher. Um, So basketball, I enjoy passing the ball. Uh, I enjoy the the team aspect. And gaming as well with Dota. It's a 5v5 game. Mm -hmm. Uh, And... It's a lot of collaboration between minds, a lot of collaboration skill-wise. True, and that is Ooh. that is why I enjoy it. You need and to I'm have always... the tank, you need to have yeah. the int, you need to have
1: the yeah. damage. Uh, yeah. who does the damage and stuff? Yeah.
2: And even if you bring five really good players together, if they don't play together, they won't win, right? No, chemistry so they won't that is, win. yeah. Same with basketball, right? If you don't play as a team, you're not gonna win. Same with the band. If you don't play together, you don't find that common thing that you have you want as a band. You're not gonna play good music or you might play good music from external ears but you guys making the music won't enjoy it right because you don't have yeah. that like enjoyment or that you didn't hit that mark that you wanted to hit um so gaming has always been me uh, for me about like interacting i've always loved interacting with people i've always loved speaking with people and that's why i don't really mind having these conversations because i love to talk thanks yeah. <laughs> so yeah so um now even even in the office even even uh, in meetings um i love to talk so gaming 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 if you if you see me in my games i always talk i don't just shut up and play the game right i talk to yeah. my teammates you talk in i tell dialect, them you talk in yeah, yeah language. Yeah. i talk to the, to the people watching the stream i talk to my teammates because that has always been my in basketball before, I've always coached our teams, even, even if you ask PJ, my cousins, mm-hmm. like when we play together, we've yeah. always been like more of the coach of the, of the family. Uh, even when we joined the ball club, we had a team, the blue team, or the Gunners that we call them, I've always been like one of the playing coaches, should we say? And I've always been vocal about things that I think, um, I, don't, I don't, I'm not really saying that it, whatever I say is right, but I'm not also ashamed of saying things that I think is right, right? So when you I play the game, help. yeah, yeah. Uh, when I play the game, Dota, When I play the game basketball, when I'm in the band, I'm always vocal. Um, I always talk. I like that that bit where you pick off each other's brains. Like when I play Dota, I ask him like, what are you planning to do? What items are you buying? When can we attack? When can be back? Like when we're playing basketball, like what what player we playing, right? Yeah. What what are your strengths? Should we should we try a two point shot? Or should we try zone defense? Should we play man to man defense? Can we? And a lot of that that aspects and that was really got me the, the, the enjoyment in gaming, especially in Dota. So with the streaming bit, it was the 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 growing of, of the people that I play with because mm-hmm. i have my cousins pj used to play with before he's not playing because he has a lot of things to do in his yeah. split anymore already now so i always play two to three hours a day even without streaming before on a nightly basis i play three two to three hours a day so i told myself why not grow grow the community and grow uh the list of people that i play with and as you can see i play with different people i play with sometimes yeah.
1: and, and, and 15 and I 17 can, year olds and I can see your community there it's starting to grow like
2: wow. yeah it is it is it is slowly slowly and wow, uh, like, um I'm really enjoying the support as well um, that you garner it's not easy uh, it's not short there's no shortcut that it's a grind but for me I'm just enjoying every bit uh, every game I play it's the same as the next game I will play I enjoy absolutely every why, bit
1: of it. why do it if you don't if you're not enjoying yeah. it?
2: I and, don't uh, see any viewer I don't care yeah I, I play the way I, the, how i am playing is like, the way i will play it's already a win
1: situation
2: duh i
1: i, I do'm playing already I, I do i do <laughs> this
2: for 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 me <laughs> i'm happy the, like, like the I'm biggest win no is. One's watching yeah the biggest win Mick is I now have three hours of a day where, where I play my game and my wife is not gonna say do this and do that. She knows. <laughs>
0: she knows. <laughs> I need
2: that three hours. I have that three hours of commitment for my <laughs> streaming. So wow. for that three hours, Prop, you've props, got that freedom. Props to your you
1: wife for like um, being so understanding. I've been on and off gaming, like I wasn't really a gamer growing up, but I have played some games like what you said, RPG. I'm a huge RPG guy, i played a lot of RPG in my life, finished a couple, and um, did some DOTA back in the day, so I kind of fell off the DOTA bandwagon. Uh, Mobile Legends? No. DOTA 2? No. Okay. Um, Dota just, one, Delta, yeah. just Dota 1, just that was Fifteen years life. ago. 15 years ago that was yeah. college you know I and mean, you know life takes a different turn i, I yeah. did a lot of games i'm not into the multiplayer game like like it's different for both of us like i like yeah. the game where there's a story and i get to control the character or third yeah. person or first person view and yeah. get to interact with the environment but not with other players it didn't work for me that way I did okay. play a lot of Counter Strike, via Doyle. So like, with that kind of um, background for me, like I'm just a mediocre gamer, like on and on. Okay. So if in case I get interested, you know, how does it work? Like, what is the technical side of that? How do you, how can you stream games? Can you take
2: us through that? okay um streaming basically first things first is um, you have to, to, to have a gamers like mentality uh, because when you stream um, there, there like I think a couple of people that stream different people like one are those professional guys that play yeah. really sick gameplay <laughs> and people really watch their games because they want to learn right
0: yeah
2: and they're those there are those some um, a uh, variety show type of uh, gamers with which they they have this dancing, they have this like singing and stuff on the streams and and that's and that's people the still style. Watch that stuff. Oh yeah 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 and and it's it's their niche for example and uh, that's how they get their viewers right. Yeah, yeah, so we have our different, different niches. Yeah yeah. But one thing is is common between all of the those streamers is the game that they play and basically the the enjoyment that you have you might be playing a role-playing game it doesn't matter you might be playing a a multiplayer game but you always will have your viewers and your followers because for example you you just said now you're not into that multiplayer type of a game yeah but you're into that role-playing game which i did before i played final fantasy i played diablo Uh, i played a lot of i played silk road online for a good year of my life. That was 24-7, one year of my life, played Silk Road Online. So it was the same principle, right? And if you can see someone plays Super Mario streaming, someone plays Dota, someone plays Call of Duty Mobile, someone plays um, Mobile Legends, and they would always have that those viewers, right? Because if if you wanna stream, you just, just gotta have the, the passion about gaming, the, the enjoyment that you bring, because that was what's gonna draw the person that's watching you like i didn't start my streaming to be as vocal as this I wasn't that really confident about like the gameplay and stuff i was just playing enjoying myself Uh, tried to really communicate with people that are gonna drop by in the stream but then you you you, people would see that i I was a 37 year old guy still enjoying as much as this 15 14 year old i I, I I think that was your niche
1: Yeah, was a 37-year-old year old guy he's streaming. He's 37. Yeah. That would make your viewers say, like, if he can do it, why can I? Like,
2: you know, that was I'm, That was the first thing that um, caught the eyes of the band that is part of the community. that We've got Kim, Ken, um, yeah. Brandon, and a lot of these kids that watch me because they can see someone that, like... That are old, that is older than them. They can and look up to the the, the the thing that I love is really that 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 you just said it right there. They look up to you, and there are things they ask you questions about life, not just Dora, and you're able to to nurture them and advise them on things that they can do. Nice uh and and that is what really and i've got the supporters like for example i've got my, my wife's good friend chris Tonk and i've got this i think you know these people um coco and keking from the us they know my younger brother pj yeah. uh, they're the twins gabales twins uh, they're in the u.s and these are like the elder statesmen of the community and these kids ask questions and ask help uh, of what we need to do and they look up to us and that's the important part of like the streaming for me and the niche as you say because yeah. I, was, I, was, I was showcasing the 37 year old for them to see that yeah I'm, correction I'm yeah. 38 years 38. old yeah, 38 yeah <laughs> so I'm 38 years old I'm, I'm an elder statesman compared to you guys playing the game yeah but I'm still enjoying the game as much as you are but I'm not I can still kick ass oh uh,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah I can still and I can still kick ass literally uh, but it's not just in the game Outside the game, we, I've, I've become one of the guys that these guys um, ask like advice for what I need to do with my life. I'm in this crossroads, what, what can you give me, what inputs can you give me and all those things. And that's the thing that I really enjoy about having this community. And that is with streaming, the, the, the mindset that you have to have or the, the aspect with, which is not technical. This is what you can bring as the streamer, like the, the love for the game and the, the, the willingness to open yourself out and, and be... be It gives active. you purpose, Kuya? It, it gives me purpose because, yes, on a daily basis, I look forward to what I can, I can give, the enjoyment I can give to the community. The, if someone asks me questions about what they can do with their lives, that gives me purpose to say, like, these kids, uh, I've advised them to do this and do that and do this and do that and they've always taken that in because they always mm-hmm. see you as someone that they respect because the reason why they came to your stream is because they saw that you were older than them they incorporated yes. with you as ex-pop kind of like that brother figure right like uh, yeah the older brother or sometimes they call me pops the papa Some Pop. some of them call me papa papa and because they're younger and i don't really mind as long as it's within the context of the other community, right? So, yeah, and and that's that's the, that's the, yeah, it gives me purpose. Um, and it, it's what makes streaming really um, fun and enjoy, apart from the game, is having to grow the community, knowing these different types of people, uh, yeah. being able to, to like, flat little seeds in these people that hopefully if you if I see them 10 years down the line even if I lose them in the stream they're not part of the community anymore But you with the short here
1: here someday yeah. that you know they're also yeah. make doing the doing own well
2: stream. like that's yeah, what we're then trying then,
1: to do here too so yeah like um like we meet different kinds of people all walks of life but again we have yeah. this niche of that signature question like huge upside like what what's your mindset towards all of this what what the what's the meaning towards all of this that you're doing and then we get to encounter different walks of life different opinions different personalities and it kind of makes us also like you know know ourselves in a sense also that that this is our purpose like wow like understanding and sharing these stories throughout the world and um hopefully one day we'll see some of our listeners also probably maybe in a single bit had an effect in their life or maybe not an effect or probably referred this
2: one to another person you know just that have, added, that have value. Yeah. We're added value um, and, yeah added value and I no just, doubt yeah. no doubt it will add value to to someone anyone at some point it will add value hopefully <laughs> no no Mick, it will it will add value because yeah, I, can I, see, so. So I wouldn't be I wouldn't be in this platform if I didn't believe if and I didn't you see value in what you were doing. You
1: wouldn't be wearing that too. Thank you, Kuya True. Doyle. I um, wouldn't have
2: given my time if I didn't believe. So yeah. and it has, I'm sure.
1: Where do you see this uh, gaming thing or this streaming thing, this community five to ten years from now?
2: It's gonna keep growing. It's gonna keep growing. This pandemic has just made the the, the digital world It just made it official, right? Exponentially. Oh, yeah. Made it, yeah, official. It official. has always been there. But it was made enormous norm uh, now. Like, I didn't know there were shitloads loads of um, streamers. Yeah. I didn't realize, <laughs> like, artists there's, there's band, world like, vocalists. Yeah, band vocalists playing games. Streaming games because yeah, I, I was
1: following yeah, also.
0: Was,
1: I was also following this idol of mine. uh yeah. the vocalist of keso ian Tayo is. Yeah, he
2: plays. He plays. He plays like horror games. Yeah, I, I, I watch his music. Cyber yeah, he's a good. He's a good. A good he's
1: a and good. then at the same time, you know, get to market this brand. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah.
2: He's a good streamer. He 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 mark. He, he's a good streamer. He has a really good platform, and he incorporates his music to stream. He has like this segment of with which he, he, he sings or he plays riffs, he plays riffs on the the songs and yeah, you capitalize on what you can have, right? He has the following because he has the band. Why not grow your following with the band and the gaming win-win. Uh, as well? To yeah, win win for him. Win win for him. But yeah, the gaming, the gaming is just going to grow. Um, it's 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 become a normal thing at the moment to, to be able to stream your games um before oh i was just dreaming of having a setup and you now see because you see a lot of people having this setup and you tell yourself okay what's keeping me from that
1: yeah um you're your like to introduce in. you to each other i think you know each other already so <laughs> i uh, know Koi, i know Koi Koi and we got Koya doyle here we're like halfway yeah the segment. I... You, made
3: <laughs> sorry, you, made you made it sorry you made it sorry bye
1: don't Sorry, apologize. Guys. It's about showing up. No problems. It's, 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 I'm just it's happy fatherhood here, dude. Fatherhood. Yeah. We can both relate? Fatherhood. fatherhood. Yes. Talk <laughs> about being a father here, guys. So like,
0: boy, yeah, I've heard
1: your story millions of times. Let's go ask our guest. Yes.
3: how's fatherhood, <laughs> man?
2: Um, fatherhood's been amazing. It's been, uh, it's been a lot of realizations. Uh, it's given me a different view on life. Before it was always, what what I can do, what can I do, what can my wife and me do, right? Yeah. And now it's always going to be, if I do something, what's gonna do for it? Uh, what is the effects of what I will do for it? So you, you have different like routes, but you always have to look back and say, okay, if I go this way, is he gonna be able to get something out of it? Is my son. and. Like, I have a five year old son now who always follows what I do. Like, Man. I stream, and in the morning, he I hear him say, Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. And you'd be like, That was what I said in my stream. He has his own laptop now because he wants to play games. He wants to stream when he's like, and he says, When I'm 37, I'll be streaming. So it's always been, it's always been uh, amazing seeing the first things first is I'm, I'm, I was able to have someone like me create some. Really nice, cute, sometimes annoying kid, right? Yeah. Who would have thought you would be able to? Mm-hmm. Um, especially if, if, you guys know my background back in the Philippines, I was this happy-go-lucky, never really cared, went out drinking, had all the Same. all the growing up negative things that you Same. can you can think of, and it just turned my if life. If you're around. around the kid. Enough. It changes who you are. Uh, gave me a different view on things. Uh, I now I'm more responsible, more sensible. Uh, sometimes yes. can be irresponsible, but yes. <laughs> when you have a son, it's always going to be about your son. Sometimes wife tells me, why is it? Why does it have? Why does it always have to be about him and not us? But that's just uh-huh. the reality. We become secondary to our children. Right. Ourselves become yes. secondary. Indeed.
3: Amen. Amen. <laughs> Kids comes first. The future comes first. Your yeah. teacher yeah. You, you always you always think about uh, what, what also I can relate from fatherhood is you always think in advance every action yep. you do with it you always think about if it's gonna benefit
1: two to
0: benefit
3: yeah man you have to plan ahead because like uh it's hard when you're not when everything's unplanned it's super chaotic and yep. <laughs> uh, being a parent makes you worry a lot
2: <laughs> you worry you become anxious you become anxious yes. yeah true very true. Very true. Um, going back when we,
3: me and PJ, or, or in high school, um, well, we always we started to do a, a sort of small gaming, but it was NBA Live back then, and we yeah. always go to their like they have this internet shop, speed ships,
2: speed chip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember? Yeah. So we were the we were the mainstay there.
3: <laughs> uh-huh. it was the it was like. A, uh, a land of NBA life, like yeah. computer
2: computer Yeah. Uh, it was, it seven was seven PC setup, uh, internet yes. cafe, small, small internet wow. cafe. This is where you honed your um, skills. Yeah, we, we, we basically uh, were conning people to play games because we played really <laughs> good. Because we we were we had free free hours, right? Because we were cousins with the owner. So if you uh, want people to play Diablo, we kind of show them what Diablo was. So I had to play in the computer for like a straight hour, eight hours a day and then people would get intrigued, right? And oh, They would yeah. be like, what's that hours. game? What's that game? And they would be like, oh, it's actually good. So they play and then you end up playing with them. You don't play, but they pay for your hours because they play eight hours a day as well. Um, yeah. We play Command and Conquer Generals, for example, we mastered the game We yeah. challenge just oh, people to okay. a game. Dude. Right, we challenge people to a game, I and then they practice.
3: I, 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 I still play
1: that game. I had it in my <laughs> laptop. Yeah, it's it's okay. a good ironic. I just downloaded <laughs> yeah. StarCraft
2: like
3: four
1: weeks ago. Old I school. still have it. Old school. Old school. I'm still Old
2: playing it
3: now. StarCraft, wow. generous. For me, generous was uh, kind of an underrated game. I, I used to love that game. Like, it was awesome. Like, me and my cousins used to play that when we, we when I was in Manila during the game. Yeah. Um we uh we were like eight and like we, we would like uh UCL. we would play that and it was it takes it's a strategy game. It's a different kind strategy, strategy game. It's uh it's a long game man. It's a, <laughs> it is. GLA, um Yeah. If you play it's, the campaign
2: it's crazy anyway. Yeah, if you play the campaign multiplayer it's always going to be I d I don't think the Command and Conquer series was underrated, it's just that at that moment there were not a lot of people that were into gaming. Like yeah. in the Philippines, for example, back in the yeah. Philippines, you can only play computer games when you it's have Counter a computer Strike. cafe, right? Yeah, you yeah, go yeah. to a computer cafe, computer, yeah, like internet cafes is what we call that. You they, they, they play Counter-Strike because it's quicker and you don't spend big bucks. Because with Command & Conquer, you play campaign, you don't swatch the time, you'd be playing 6 hours and you'd be playing, yeah. how much was it back then? 40, 40 pesos an hour? Yeah,
0: when yeah. The first computer, internet cafe, yeah. initially. Initially, no. right? When literally. the first internet cafe yeah, is
2: open, it was 40 25. pesos an hour. Yeah, yeah. How, how would you be able to pay for that? Counter Strike, you play 15-15, so switch sides, you're gonna be finishing in 30 minutes hour, yeah. then you're done. You A lot fun. of fun. Yeah, so that was, that was I think the reason, but it's always been a good game for me. Command and Conquer, one of the first like games I played together with Warcraft. Yes. And that's why I ended um, up with Dota because Dota. Dota is in relation to to Warcraft.
1: I kind of don't see any um, strategy games like that anymore. Like, it's shifted uh, there to this is... Dota game. Uh, the Dota-like games, right?
3: Uh, do you know one yeah. right now, bro? There, there is. There's no Command and Conquer games, but it's uh, they have poor ratings. I, I, I check them from time to time. Yeah. Um, after generals, I think there was the Command and Conquer three. I, I'm not really sure. I'm not. I'm not really sure. But that, it, it, I think there was a it re, was,
2: reborn, a revolution, something, yeah.
1: and then yeah. Uh, that, it, it wasn't. Like, people just jumped into like the first shoot, uh, first-person shooter, right? Like you got no. Dota. Dota blew up. Dota. Dota blew up. Yeah. yeah.
2: 2000, 2005 I think that was when Dota really like kickstarted its way in Kagayan yes. I would say I, don't, I, I didn't know about the world it was just recently that the international not recently 10 years ago that the international yeah, man, like, was opened I, I think opened 15 years ago like 14 years ago but Dota 1 um, 2005 I think uh, and I can attest to that, I failed one board exam on nursing because of this Dota game. <laughs> Seriously? Wow! <Whoa.
0: laughs> wow! I told my mom,
2: if you don't see my name in the list of the top 10 like board passers, I didn't take the exams. <laughs> Damn! I gave up one one nursing board exams because of Dota. Yeah, just so, that shows how much you love gaming. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Speaking of nursing, man, like I, I have this yearbook over here, and I was scanning it. Was, it was my cousin's yearbook. I happened yeah. to see your face. One Whoa! Of <laughs> Let us see it. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> so I, I
2: saw <laughs> it. I was uh,
3: yes, you're one of the CIs in CU. Yeah, CU. Uh,
2: yeah. yeah. Take, I had a good take like, through that,
3: six. man. Like take, like, take, take, a few that. Like, because, I was... personal, because me, I, I'm, I'm a student there. I'm in my third okay. year. Okay. And. Uh, And yes, yeah, seeing you in the year before, like you know, uh, a CI. Yeah, you can believe that. I even
0: even could not believe. Yeah, like
2: I really, like I I became a CI. Um, I've always been academically, um, not the exiling type, but I always was like on the, I never was failing. I was on the 85 87 mark. Dave, but right. the, my, like Dean and Sally knows I was one of the the persons that comes to the class from a drinking spree the night before smelling like alcohol but I would still sit in the class and listen and I would still get the exams right yeah. uh, so I had the street smart um, and I had the, not really I was really not passionate into nursing uh, but I, if I put myself into something or if I start something I finish it yeah. that's my mentality yeah. I don't I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I don't like I, I studied nursing and I told myself, if I study nursing, and I studied nursing because my my, uh, my aunt told me I was gonna pay you, I was gonna give you the allowance the same as what you're currently earning at the moment working,
0: mm-hmm.
2: you to study nursing. And I was like, oh, it's gonna be a treat. I will study for five five hours a day, get the same money, and no pressure at all, I like school. I mean, school was easy for me.
1: It was like- whoa. drastically underestimates the impact of social distinctions predicated upon wealth,
0: especially inherited wealth. You got that from Vickers. Work in Essex County, page 98, right?
2: For me, it was like go to school, listen, for five, six hours. Yeah. Then I could have the rest of the day. With work, you work eight hours a day. You have to make a report in the evening, right? The following day, you do the same thing again. Yeah. So that's why Very I took cool. up nursing. So the, the the clinical instructor stint came when, like before before I was a clinical instructor, I was um, an operating room nurse, volunteer, in German doctors. So I spent a good eight months there on my training and had this uh, meeting with Dean and Sally. Um, and she told, told me, she told me basically, what are you doing at the moment? Uh, what, what do you think is your plan in the next couple of, of years? And I didn't really have a plan because I was volunteering in German doctors. And we kind of discussed about like what I was doing, what was my experience. And she was intrigued about like what operating your life in German doctors was, right? And apparently, it was a surprise to her because it was it was not going into details, but it was not the conventional way of how to be an operating room nurse because it was um, um, a hospital or uh, a care center for indigent people. Yeah, so the experience wow. we had was 10 times more than what the people in, in the private yeah. hospitals could get. Yeah. We had Quite the sure. worst of the worst cases right. and multiply that by five times the, the cases that you can have in private hospital, so I had good experience and so the D- Dean, Dean Ansari asked me to to visit her again and discuss the possibility about being a clinical instructor so I formally submitted my application and I told myself I was a volunteer why not try um, like teaching uh, I've always loved to talk as I told Mick yeah. and my brother knows I've he's always been carrying the also. show bro <laughs> yeah.
0: So um,
3: we got a shirt
2: he got, he got, yeah, he's the
3: host. He's, the, he the,
0: he's the host right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just
2: I'll give you guys a run for your money, guys. But yeah, so I spoke <laughs> to Dean Ansale, and he, she, she admitted me in, in the nickel instructor um, uh, roster. And it was a really fun experience uh, imparting my knowledge uh, to, to the growing or the, the learning nurses. Um, And the thing that I really loved most is uh, not just imparting the the technical skills, the the knowledge from the books, but like showing the experience. What is the reality of the practice compared to what is in the books? Because when I was learning nursing, I always just knew the books.
0: Theory we were and all, uh, practical thought, application. Yeah. We
2: always just thought the, the, the what was in the book, what was in the the what do you call that the demonstration, return demonstration stuff. What was in it's the? Um, demo. Re, yeah. What was in the procedure, basically? But being able to experience firsthand from from German doctors, the worst of the worst in terms of the cases, um, you tend to be able to realize okay nursing's not a joke it is something serious and we if you want to yeah you put your mind into it you won't survive put your heart and mind into it you would flourish as a nurse because mm-hmm. it always has to be both um and i enjoyed it because um i just saw i was my brother was one of the students when I was teaching. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I can't imagine. I can't imagine. That's,
0: why, that's, why, yeah. that's my question I want
2: to ask. <laughs> what time do you I go I had
0: home? my cousins. What,
2: what time I had you my finish? Cousins. I
0: have coached my after. brother.
2: Uh, yeah, I coached my brother's basketball team in nursing. Um, yeah, they were the well, champions back then. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, they
3: were the guys. I heard about yeah. their like stuff.
2: Uh... Uh, my brother would attest I'm more strict to, to him than my other students. Uh, For sure. when, yeah when oh, he became oh, okay. when he became one of my um students with a rotation what,
3: like what subjects uh, what su- uh, yeah, the, uh, uh,
2: i was i subjects. was um yeah i was on the uh, related learning experience so uh, i was in the hospital duty nurse and then there was like uh, this community stuff that you needed to do so already two already two and three so pj uh, was one of my Students, not really my students, but he was one of my colleague students. But then we switched. That like, you know, when you have loads of students, mm-hmm. you can't handle all the, the all the procedures, right? So what we did yeah. was we clinical instructors. You handle, uh, you handle injections. I handle, uh, cleansing bed bath. You handle, and then we take turns rotating our students. So their students would be one of the students that would do the return demonstration with me. And of course, my brother was one of their students, so he had to do a demonstration on me. So I just told him, don't fuck up, because I'm not going to be five I'm times I'm going to save ass. your ass. Right. No, 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 no. And he knows that. And he knows that. I mean, um, there's no reason why, if I'm a clinical instructor, show, show that you are a good student. Because, yeah, you're not just bringing yourself. You're bringing my name as well. You've got the same last name as me. And yeah. I'm, I'm I'm being a good I'm being a good teacher here because I don't want them to to say oh your brother's a, a no good teacher right so yeah my, my colleague should say your brother's really good and um, he has been good he's been good as well so yeah he has been
3: yeah, has been has been that guy I, like every time I sprained my ankle like uh, knows what what to do he introduced yeah. me I w- I wasn't into nursing. Before, like, okay. I he's the one who he's the one who told me that I saw it from him when one time when we, me and Mike were playing basketball, I sprained my ankle like, and he, he told me what to do, like uh, the rice method. I don't, I, I can't even under, understand what the rice method is all about. It's all about our cold compress and stuff. Like, yeah, and, cold,
2: hot, and cold compress. Yes, I'll do
3: it. PJ DJ, was a guy who told me. I I forgot that he was a nerd like you, you started racing, <laughs> yeah. right? like, then he told me told me like some remedies to that. But...
1: Yeah. yeah. That was, I forgot in the that I was
2: a nurse. <laughs> huh? Yeah. I so, was how, like
3: all these guys are nurses. All you guys are nurses. <laughs> yeah. <we're, laughs> anyway. I mean, I'm mean, i I'm a, I'm a student nurse. Yeah. You will be. No. You're still a nurse. Uh, yeah. You're still a nurse. We'll talk anyway,
1: about the value of the nurse today in this day of age,
3: right? Yeah. Like, dude, oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's nurses is uh for me a. They're irre- irreplaceable. man yes, like, well, no machine could ever replace. It's, essential. It's, it's a, Very it's, essential. A, it's a, it's a, a different job. It's, they're handling life man. Like, uh, it's crazy. Especially if you're in the DR, Mike. I think uh, yeah. You could love it the DR. Yeah, uh, that will be you. I will bring you there. Uh, yeah, be your In the in the delivery
2: room, man. In the in the delivery room, like. It's, it's gonna change your view on a lot of things. <laughs> yes, yes, it'll change. Yeah, it for cannot um, I cannot imagine.
3: Um, I, I, was blessed to have like uh, to have ten cases in a day, uh, for one, for for one, for one duty. Um, it was so busy nice. in NMMC. Yeah, I was, um, I, I, it was an experience. It was like a, people keep giving birth like non-stop <laughs> whoa like yeah man non-stop as in non-stop i was like handling this guy with the cord care from this one i had to cut the cord the net i had to shift to handle i, I had to rotate. There there's like three cases in the span of like three cases in an hour like i, I had that whoa. like one 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 time that was crazy but it only happened you. Yeah, I completed my cases like yeah in one day in one day. I I completed it and and like uh, uh my colleague just had four had five and I am done and they had to do uh like a special like RLE. Right, a special yeah. duty to duty,
2: and the best, the best part about that, Koya, I think, is you only need to chase one or two persons for the signature, right? Yeah, in one place. Oh, you don't need yeah. to go to the certain hospital yeah. chase for the signature and stuff. That's right. I, I can, I can, I can, yeah. I can attest to that because I was a clinical instructor right. and I've had these conversations with nurses before, and they just feel like it's added workload. Um, partly, partly, it's a trainings... Uh, it's one of the like when I was a student. It was way, way different. I think nowadays when you become a student nurse, it's more rigorous and it's more like really particular about what you need to do and the procedures that you do is going to be like at par with what is expected of. And some clinical instructors, sadly, uh, do shortcuts when they do, when they go on duties and they just tend to be like, oh, let me just do um, vital signs. I'm not going to do meds. And, I'm not, and, and when you have students, it's added responsibilities for nurses, because remember, I, I, as a clinical instructor, have to sign, the student signs, I countersign, and the staff nurse yeah. has to countersign,
0: yeah. right?
2: So it's added yeah. work for them. So the, the, it has to be the clinical instructor's uh, responsibility to make sure that you come in and add value to the, the nursing yeah. system in the station. So that they can see that when you come in, they'd be more welcoming and be like, "Ah, oh, here comes Mr. C- Sir Kalwen." Because before, I take on everything, medications. Uh, I do one-on-ones with with. Uh, I, I leave my students. I don't want to see my students in in the table sitting. Yeah, yeah, in the room. Yeah. I want you in the rooms the whole time. You only come out if you speak to me and ask me about something. Care. If you don't, if, if they don't want, if you don't you can't do anything without them, speak to the If you got others I kinda like Be that. there for them. <laughs> Stay, sit, sit outside their rooms like because I wanted to, to add value uh, being a capital university like student nurses and me as a clinical instructor I wanted them to see that when we come in we're not a burden but we can ease some of their burden, some of the things that they're carrying so if you basically take out the vital signs take out the medications from them and you only need one or two days if you show them that you, you, you're able to do what you're doing be really good at it the next time you come in they'd feel like they would welcome you with they even buy you like stuff like See snacks or they even invite you for lunch and they'd be really kind to your students so it has to be the clinical instructor that has to oh. set the pace for Fine. the students what is the way... clinical instructor in mnc right now <laughs> <laughs> no, it, depends, not, it depends it depends it depends. It has on the to be, yeah. That's
3: a yeah. rotation. Ah, oh, okay. It's a rotation, yeah. Like, um, what's good about IS man? You have to be well-rounded because you you get to yeah. you you get to assign to the ER
2: or you get to assign it to the medical medical ward. Or... The the rapport part I've mastered because of drinking with a lot of different people. Very yeah. <laughs> So I knew, I knew how to strike a conversation. I knew how to establish like really good relationships with the, with the nurses there. Um, so that was that was a thing.
3: Can you give us like a, a, an example how you do it? Like I'm curious yeah. man, like how, cause maybe like when, on my next duty man, like how do you talk to them? <laughs> because mostly
1: they're I all must be at CI
3: one day.
2: <laughs> yeah, for Probably, me I always like, I always wanna yeah. always wanna research about people that I meet. Like if, if I am for example going on duty, for example, in and, and see you before, I needed to know someone in there. Right. right. Um, and oh, being a Capital University student beforehand, before I became a CIA, I knew someone that was like my batch like, in nursing that was there. So I kind of asked, like, there are different duty nurses in the fourth floor, fifth yeah. floor, third floor, right? So you, yes. you kind of find, find out who is in that floor, who are the strict ones, who are the, the kind ones, and who like, what do these people do? Right. And strike a conversation with, for example, something that you have in common. It's always one thing that you can do like what we're doing at the moment right even if i yeah. if uh, we're streaming i don't know these yeah. people we speak a common language so we yeah, relate yeah, yeah. right away right oh, yes. they come to me and say uh, why don't you buy divine rapier and i would be able to relate you guys won't be able to know what divine <laughs> rapier is right but i would know right? So if I know for example that is, that is that is that the one when you walk around it does damage even though if you don't attack the opponent. No, no, it's radiance, it's radiance, it's radiance. radiance Divine Vapor right. is the ultimate weapon with which it, it gives you the most damage. Um, three hundred plus, just, right? Yeah, yeah. Not just in, in, yep, in, in, kinda in kinda. not just in, in um gaming perspective or in nursing perspective. In in everything you do in, in the meetings that I do, I I'm not just a gamer, but I also am a Saudis Asian net and business development manager for the company I work with, uh, which is a recruitment company. And I meet, like, which nationals, Saudi nationals, Emirati nationals, and they are CEOs, managing directors, and all those sorts. And one, one thing that you really need to do is know the person that you're meeting for yeah. the first time. Gotta so, do your research, right? Yeah, dude. Yep. Like what you did make, right? You guys, before you had me on the podcast, you knew that I was yeah. this, I was that,
0: yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I knew I you guys as well.
2: <laughs> I see you every yeah. day, so like, yeah. So and, like, we had
1: fragments like, coming, so coming well, in, so we, we had we, this we, like, we had this swag, like, uh, we we'll, won't we'll, we'll be worried <laughs> what, to, uh, what to discuss between the oil. No, you see him every day on Facebook. <laughs> but, no, cause cause actually, it, that but was just funny. the surface, man. Yes,
3: and it's funny because I messaged Mike before you before you, before like before we started the recording. I messaged I messaged Mike like, okay, can you give me a background of like what else can we talk about? With then, he just you just you just said he just gave gaming. me one word, g- gaming. Okay, all right. I, I I'm not a gamer, but okay, let's see. Let's do it. All
2: right. So just just to answer that and anything that you do when you meet someone for the first time is always due diligence. Always do, do your due diligence in researching about them. at least it's it's curtsy. It's curtsy if you if you meet someone for the first time to at least know what their background is. It means this show it shows that you're interested in them. It shows that you really are into the meeting with them. Yes. Rather than just go into the go into the meeting and ask, oh, what was your background? You go you in worked bl- in going right. blind, going right. blank. Oh uh, yeah. So if for example you do your research, one for one, one 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 example for me, for example is, I met the Saudi national in one of, one of my meetings when I went to Saudi. Um, I didn't I didn't know his background, but when I did the research, I knew that he went on one of the missions in the Philippines. So that was one of the things that I really was be, I was really able to dig deep into and made me close the deal. Because basically, I talked to him about what his experience was in the Philippines, and he gave me like all the nice things, and I was like, "Oh man, I'm gonna close this deal right away," because I love the Philippines, <laughs> yes. I'm a, and I'm Filipino, right? But yes. that just one one line That's in his LinkedIn account showed me that, that he did a project in the Philippines, made me find something to tap into and say, "Oh, let me capitalize on." this this discussion so in the meeting tap happened oh I also saw that you went to the Philippines for a recruitment drive how's it and then they started talking about oh, it's really nice the people was really nice or friendly I had an amazing time so that was okay something that relates me to something really good right yeah so, yeah so not just Hold business on.
0: wise
1: recruitment wise uh, we're not talking about any scam are we
2: <laughs> no 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 yeah. no it's right. a it's a, it's a legit recruitment. It's yeah. a headhunting. It's an executive headhunting um, for that we do. Uh
3: it's a. You're a he, it's a headhunter, right? They, yeah. they do they do yeah. that. They, they look for yeah. like uh, open decisions, they find the people who are fit Yeah, basically work thing.
2: with uh, the big companies and they basically tell me, Man, um, I need a CEO for our business in Saudi Arabia. Find me the best candidate that you can find in, for example, the UK in Basically the US like or, a, or like
1: a manpower like you supplying
2: No, it's, it's a, a headhunter Ma- it, head. headhunter, manpower is more of the bulk ones like for yeah, example if i one site engineer site engineers I have 100 site engineers required to Saudi Arabia find me 100 site engineers this one is like niche specific really wow. sought after specific, specific. Um, yes. like for example if pepsi would come to me and say I want someone with experience in, in beverage and a company is as big as pepsi or coca-cola you only have those two right and if, if, if they say, I want someone with experience in Europe, so you speak to every Coca-Cola in the in, in the European areas, find that guy, refer that to them, and that's how you make your money.
3: Headhunter. Yeah, a, a lot of talking, yeah. is, uh, yes. a lot of talking again. <laughs> Damn!
2: Mad props, now, That's a. That's
0: nice. Thanks.
3: Anyway, for, like, look, the turn, the transition from how did you know that um, when the what, what was the point when you realized, uh, like, uh, okay, I'm done with this uh, well, well, when was that,
2: like, uh, I, Um, how did you
3: exactly it, feel?
2: Okay, when it came to Dubai, 2012, um, I wanted to become an artist because that was at that time my strength was. I had the most experience in nursing. I taught nursing. I studied nursing for a good three years of my life. So I felt really confident about nursing. The sad reality is when I came to the UAE, you wouldn't be able to work as a nurse if you're not DHA licensed You don't have like the experience that, like the overseas without the experience, experience is fine. too. No, without the experience is fine. As long as really. you have the license. The sad reality is for you to obtain a license, you have to be a resident in the UAE. Really? For you to become a resident in the UAE, you have to work, get your employment visa, and get a residence visa. So what yeah, I did yeah. was, I told myself I'm going to work any job I can find, get me a residence visa. Then get your DHL, and take right. the exam. Yeah. yeah, take the exam, right? So I, I applied for any job. I was offered a role in a mall to sell um, stuff for an MMA fight shop. I can, I can, I can always remember that there was an offer sent to me. I was going to accept that. Yeah. I was gonna accept that and my wife just didn't. She was like, she cried. She was like, I just couldn't see you selling stuff in the mall when you were a nurse professor. And I was like, I didn't care. I just wanted my visa. That was a stepping stone for me. So I was just like, oh no, I'm gonna work this. I'm gonna take my exams and I'm going to be a nurse after the first job career. is always the stepping stone right Guya? yes yeah no but it, it ended up for me the first job was seven years so seven year stint. because i didn't oh, take that yeah, job yeah. i didn't take that job i my wife said give it one more week please and i didn't take that job the following day i was called in for an interview for one of the recruitment companies here in the uae and I, I interviewed for that and that company basically took my mind off nursing because i i learned a lot for me if i do something new i get excited about what i can gain for myself what i can grow with yeah like what value i can i can get out of that and my bits and uh, my my bosses were like british and they had different ways of managing people they they wanted to empower you they would be like oh nice. i'm a filipino I'm and a that's filipino, always right? the case with the Brits, yeah. uh, um, yeah. british guys right they always and- want to give you this confidence being filipinos growing up we always see caucasians as like we, we have always viewed caucasians as superior. superior yeah superior, sir yeah. ma'am not it was guys. different because when i when i first met this guy paul uh he said don't call me sir i'm not a knight call me my father. <laughs> call me <laughs> boss <Nice>. name, right <laughs> don't call don't call me boss because i hate being called the boss call me by my name paul and he was the yeah. owner of the company right so that was when and he, he always have told me unless he's the person that pays you always put yourself like towards the camera on the same level no don't put yourself inferior to them I am putting you on the same level as me and I'm the one paying you your salary so when you speak to someone else on the phone he may be a CEO of someone some new company you are always going there as an equal not as someone that would say sir, boss or whatever because the moment nice. you do that you come in as an inferior they control the conversation you're not yeah. gonna close the
1: deal yes and you kinda need that too nice. right know
2: yeah, continue. that is, that is, the, that, like... is the, that is the value that I really got from that boss because he told me, two things I, I got off him is that, always see yourself equal to everyone else that you speak with, and you don't ask, you don't get. Ask for this gift, and it shall be given you. You don't do, you don't achieve. that is That is what he told me.
0: Nice. because i had questions
2: okay. i had questions like would i be able to do this can i do this because he was giving me like responsibilities and i was like i'm still three months into the job and you're adding more stuff to me do you think i can do this and he was like do you think you can do it i was like i think i can how would you know if you can do it like, like maybe if i do oh. it I try so if you don't do it you'll never know if you can do it right do or oh, do not there is no try nice. Right. He made you answer and, your own question man That's yeah, nice yeah so do and you achieve you don't do you'd never achieve and he was like if if you want something out of me one one example is the salary increase we Filipinos are always afraid to go to our bosses and talk about yes. the growth plan what uh, when I can I get what can I do to get a salary increase and all right. those things and he was like if you don't ask me I'm not going to give you so if you feel like you've done good come yes. to me ask me and I'll tell you if you've done good or not then you're not going to get anything but in life, if you don't ask, the answer is going oh, it's going to be always a no. You ask, you might get a yes. Seek, and you shall find. But I bet Even in seven know,
1: years, you've asked like every six months.
0: <laughs> no, I've,
2: uh, the first, the first two times I got promotion, and I didn't ask. I was too shy. The next one, oh. uh, I knew. Like I knew what was coming you one year down it, the line. Yeah. yeah, I knew like the plan. Like for example, the second after the second promotion, and so we relayed out the plan. I discussed with them openly. Okay, if we hit this, if the company gets to these heights. What is my role going to be? And we knew we knew the expectations from my end to theirs and their ends to mine. So when we got to the height, no questions asked. They they knew it was. Like the the discussion and they've always given me that that's why I stayed 7 years with that company and that's what made me forget nursing and I'm still I'm working for a different company now but it's still in the recruitment and that company no matter like it's closed out now unfortunately the the bosses had some like personal stuff you know I didn't meddle with that they had to close down they had to let me go suddenly but whoever I am now in terms of my job they were like my parents professionally because they they haunt me to be who I am now I really I even couldn't imagine me facing a CEO of, for example when I went to Saudi Arabia I went, met the CEO of Nestle in Saudi Arabia and who would who would think like a guy like me would be able well, to sit hey. in, in in an office as big as maybe my whole apartment with three guys so watching dang. waiting for for him to say I want to I want to give this give this man something because that was their their culture in Saudi Arabia but those guys, those guys taught me a lot of things. Uh, they made me who I am professionally today, and and in, in, in my life I apply those things as well, right? Um, with streaming, if I didn't start streaming, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know, I wouldn't have known that I could do streaming. I uh, wouldn't have known that I could grow a community because all these questions will will come, right?
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, and one thing as well is, don't don't like, pardon pardon my French, but don't fuck about or don't give a fuck about what others would say.
3: Yes, indeed.
2: Like do it for your own gratification. For your, as long as your family is backing you up. And you're, you're not, not, stepping stepping anyone
3: anyone yes, right. not stepping on anyone. Yes,
2: yeah. not stepping on anyone. Don't 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 give a fuck about what others would say. That is what I would say because yeah. You th- those would be just hindrances. If you ask for validation from someone else, you're doing yourself a discredit. Because the best the best critic of yourself is you. The be- the best evaluator of yourself is you. So if you say yes, you can do it. Do it, and nice. always do it. Hundred percent. Always
1: do it. Damn. Hundred
2: percent. Yeah, is like the uh,
1: extension of the YouTube side.
3: Uh, <laughs> uh, no, it's I, just... I those insights are very, very useful, man. Like, yes, sir. And knowing the ex- and and those experience like uh, 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 having those kind of bosses that like you know empower you that's oh, yeah, it's so nice. Yeah, that's like because here it's different. Um, if you have bosses here, it's always like, like rank you know, and file, yeah, yeah,
2: it's rank sir. like that. Sir, and we we and we, we touched on we touched a little bit on yeah. earlier about fatherhood, and um, I think Koi was the one who said that it's always going to be thinking about the future. One thing I would add to that is yes, we think about the future, but always. Always, always value the yes, now, depressing. the journey. Yes, yes, the present. I'll give journey. you, I'll give you a perfect example of that. Yeah. That was his first-hand example. I had a really bad health ordeal two, two years ago, 2018. Prior to that, uh, me and my wife were saving up money uh, to take my son to another country, right? So before that happened, we were we were not really going out. We saved up money uh, instead of buying stuff. We had to really be. Stingy and hold the money because we were planning on a trip. Um, The trip was supposed to happen three months down the line, but it never happened because I I got diagnosed with uh, cellulitis. I had an operation in November and January and we had to spend all those money that we saved and we were in debt after that because I had to bring my parents here because I had really bad anxiety. Uh, Mentally, I wasn't really stable and I couldn't Mm -hmm. have my wife for me and my physical um, problems as well as me mentally so all of those things went out like the window like after
0: that he
2: was here yeah he was he was one of the it was 2018 that I had the operation 2008 out of that experience um, I realized that um, whatever it is that you plan um, it's it's not just going to be uh, the, the the way that things are gonna unfold right so um, yeah whilst it's important to always look at the future prepare for the future we always need to enjoy the now because after that um, that was where I valued um, relationships even more uh, than um, money than what you can buy or where you can go Um, and after that a couple of months down the line oh a year down the line this COVID-19 happened which was even more a validation of um, what, I, what I had to realize when I had that health ordeal, because yeah, COVID-19 basically took away everything that we can, uh, can have and we can enjoy. We were on, in Dubai, basically we were on a lockdown for three months. We couldn't go out. Um, so that was when I said, okay, if, if you focus too much on the future, you don't enjoy the now. And when you don't enjoy the now, you're being unfair. To yourself and your family and everyone else um so that was that was um my, my realization back then and that was what i want to really to also impart to you guys that yeah we we always think about future but always always enjoy what you do the now with whatever you're doing with with the, the yeah. podcast right you're enjoying the discussions yes yes the, yes the discussions. We're, lear- we're learning Learn. a lot
3: from it from yeah. Every guest is unique. Every, yeah. every, every guest has their own insights, and we get to pick. We get to dissect their mind and like get to like uh, absorb some some of the knowledge that they Yeah. So going back on what you mentioned, you mentioned you had that anxiety. Yeah. And you, how were you? How were you, you able to recover from that? Like uh, from
0: uh, from so,
3: from that experience? Like what was your mindset going to okay. to you?
2: Wow. Um, yeah. I, I had anxiety related to um, my procedure uh, because I had an operation in November and then I was told it was okay. Then after that, one week after, I had to go back. Oh, no, before before the operation, I was diagnosed six or maybe four times. Went back to the doctor, admitted, oh, you're fine, go home. After four days, ah, my, 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 my abdomen's painful again, I had to go back. We admitted, oh, you're fine, go home, and after a few days, go back. So i wasn't really sure if i was okay then i had the operation in november and that was when my anxiety like was was worse because i felt like i was gonna die i felt like i wasn't gonna recover i felt like the complication would happen down the line after my operation really anxious about that i had made basically every two days a trip to my surgeon and mind you which was a thousand uh like 2,000 pesos every day, fair, going to the hospital and back to the house because of my anxiety. I had to see a psychiatrist here, I have to take, I'm not proud of this, but I, I gave in to Benzodiazepines as a okay. medication because, Down it, yeah, yeah. because I just thought my dad wasn't wasn't happy with that. My mom wasn't, my wife wasn't, but I told them I needed to recover because I'm going to have another surgery in January and I'm not getting sleep because of my anxiety. So, I had to tell them, like, I'm, I don't want to take these medications because I know I'm a nurse. I know the implications of taking this. I know the possibility, the bad possibilities of things that will happen okay. if I are given well, well, I had those, to use, the, like, the
1: training from nursing came into play, like, you know, that was an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. Knowing no, all
3: these... this, this... No the the bad thing about if you're a nurse is that you know you already know <laughs> you're, you, yeah. you you get that to,
0: was the implications anxiety yeah. <laughs> the, the knowledge They're, man the knowledge
2: yeah. you already know the doctor when was operating was operating me uh, he, he had an open surgery and i pictured myself being on the table seeing my my stomach being on this part, my intestine on this area on the table and all those You things. were because were I you conscious that. No, 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 I was, I was out. But I did yeah, I did that, that kind of an operation more than 50 times in my yes. nursing career. So yeah. I knew if that was the operation, the I can see my own intestines, like, ah, oh, it's gonna be here. <laughs> my, my lower is gonna be yeah. there. And I knew what they were doing. I knew how they, the anastomose, like organs, okay. I knew how they cut the bleeders and all those things. And I knew the complications. So that was what what added to my anxiety. Oh, okay. So, so I thought it was the other way to... around.
1: Sorry, just came nah, in. Nah, nah. <laughs> I so,
2: because you know a lot of things. You know a lot of things. Yes. And, 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 if if you don't know a lot of things, you're just being told you're gonna have a surgery. All everything's gonna be fine. You'll be okay. Yeah, yeah. That, that, if you're a and nurse, that, and that's how
1: these doctors talking. are like. Their tones are yeah. neutral, like right, and then like. Because
3: oh, they, you're, they, they don't want you to scare. panic. They don't yeah. want you to panic.
2: If you're a nurse, Shut they would up, tell dog. you don't do this. I know what happened. <laughs> if you're a nurse, they're gonna tell you don't do this because if you do this, it's gonna be X, Y, Z. That are the possibilities, yes. and you take that in. Yes. If really. this happens to an organ, when we close, if you don't close the blood vessel, X, Y, A, B, C, D, E is a possibility yes, that's gonna happen. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you have all those knowledge, and, and that's gonna. You always think about if you have a pain in this part, you'd be like, oh, maybe. The the anastomosis was opened, and uh, you know all these things, and that added to my anxiety. <laughs> and um, how how I coped up to that after the second operation, uh, I was still on anxiety. Uh, I was still not sure, so sure about myself. I had the first operation in November, had to recover for 60 days. January 2018, I had my second surgery. I had my parents and all those things, so the support system was really good. And so how I coped up with this was talk, talk, and talk. My parents heard the same story on a daily basis almost 24 hours a day because I was anxiety. I was anxious, right? Yes. I always told yes. the story but they just listened, they just listened. They never they never told me no, we're wrong or they never validated the stuff. They just listened, they just listened. But when I, like I was on medication, so when I was on medication, I was okay, I was calm, I could sleep. But when the medication wears off, you'd be anxious again. So what I told myself was, okay, I was anxious because I'm in Dubai, right? I can see the same things, You can see the same things that I saw when I was sick a couple of months ago you can see the same room I see the same road when I go to work I see the same train all those things so what I did was I told my wife I know it's it's difficult because financially we've been through a lot but we need a vacation not just for me but for her as well because that was a bad couple of months for her as well and my son as well. Because my son was three years old back then, he wasn't able to enjoy stuff because I was sick. And he was always seeing me, oh, you're sick, Papa, and all those things. We went home to the Philippines, and mind you, before I went back to the Philippines, I did not take the the medication. Two days before I went home. I did not take the medication. I was I was anxious while I was still in Dubai a little bit. I could sleep like lightly for like a couple of minutes. But when I got to the Philippines, the first night I slept seven hours straight. Woo! As change. if nothing happened. Talk about like medication. the the change of the the scenery and all the and the Take the off. feeling this, the feeling of like being safe because you're home, you're home. So that was that was how I coped up with my anxiety and that was where I told myself I'm okay. I slept seven hours. I woke up and I was like, oh, I slept seven hours without medication. I was happy. I told my wife. I told my, my parents and all those things. And that was it. After that. Um I'm still I'm anxious sometimes but not I have not succumbed to the, the anxiety um since then. Uh, I now I, feel anxious sometimes, but you know, what it's okay. T- take me to what goes to your mind when you're
1: anxious because I get a lot of I'm not I don't have an anxiety attacks, but unconsciously <laughs> unconsciously <laughs> yeah, prejudice. sorry subconsciously, sorry. I have some anxiety because like I can feel it in my body, you know? Like my palms no, sweat. Like what? For no reason, I sweat. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, like, the sweat, I got, the sweat, the sweaty, sweaty yeah, palms, sweaty, hands. sweaty armpits, even uh, ma- the back of my knees sweat for no reason. And even even if I don't feel anxious, it comes out. Like what goes through your mind when you're anxious? Is that anxiety for you when you sweat?
2: No, 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 no. When when you have like palpitations and all those things, I don't think it's anxiety. I think anxiety is when. You unreasonably unreasonably overthink about something. That is anxiety. When you over worry about something, that is anxiety. And when you over worry, it's not meaning it's not just you verbalizing that, uh, I'm worried. No, you are worried because you don't feel safe. You don't feel like you, you can't sit still. You you are like you really want to do something because you don't feel like you can't, you can't be still. You're worried about something, and that's anxiety. It's just your mind. Your mind is is like overthinking things. You want to stop it, but you, you you feel like you can't. But me coming from someone that has had, that has had anxiety and being able to to overcome it, um, I think you can without medication. Uh, it's just maybe because my mom has anxiety and a lot of people in the family has anxiety it's something you can't explain but you just have to to support you just have to understand how they are when they have anxiety never tell them you're you're wrong for feeling that yeah. never tell them that's bad um, for me when i felt anxiety i could feel palpitations all over and i could feel my chest being like it's like being crumpled in this area like someone's like someone's yeah. like doing this in my chest area that's when i know i have anxiety and I'd be like oh I'm anxious again. Now that I know that I have that, like when I, when I like two months when, from, from when I came to the, to Dubai, from the Philippines after vacation, I still can yeah. feel a little bit anxious, but I now know that it's okay. I'm anxious and I have like, opened up myself. Con- to... Do you have
1: control over it, over it now? Like... No,
2: you, you really can't control. You can just tell yourself that I'm anxious, um, yeah. but then no matter how anxious you are, after a couple of minutes, after maybe 30 minutes now, you'd be fine. You'd be fine, and during the times that you'd be fine, it's it's going to be more times that you're fine than you're anxious. Um, and we have different triggers for anxiety. So um, for me, it can be something that worries me, health health-wise, health. I get anxious. Always health. Uh, how about family? Does that make you anxious?
1: Like thinking about the future.
2: Like the the, the the irony for me now, my wife tells me I'm over relaxed. I don't get anxious about anything. Now, now, nice. now! After that, after that, like I always tell my my wife, like whatever happens to us, we will we'll cope. We are adaptable beings, right?
0: Yeah. If I lose yes. my job,
2: I'll find another job. If I go back to the Philippines, the question is, always, if we go back to the Philippines, what are we gonna do? We'll survive we do? because if I'm, a, if we're back in the Philippines, a lot of people to told me no that.
1: Jobs. A lot of people told me that too. Like, you come back from the Philippines, like, what are you gonna earn here? You'll never be fulfilled with the amount that you're earning here. Like. Yeah, but at the end of the day, like but God. who knows? Yeah.
2: You all might go back to the Philippines and earn twenty times more than I earned there. Who knows, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. And again, you the got same the same we thing. Never, you got this gaming you don't do it. streaming now. Yeah. No, if you don't do it, yeah. if you don't do it, my my dad also said something about having a son. I was five. I was like, how many years married? Four or five years married, and then still didn't have a son and my dad asked me like when are you going to have when are when are you going to be giving me a grandson or a granddaughter and i told my Pressure. dad nah, i'm not ready <laughs> i'm not ready he was like not ready why i don't have the money you're never going to be ready for that that's what he said you're never going to be ready for that so if you're going to tell me that you're not going to have a kid because mind you once you put yourself in the situation where you're going to have a kid you're going to do everything you can Defend for that kid. Yeah. And you'll change yes. the way you see things, you'll change the way you do things because yes, you will adapt. And after that I told my wife, let's try. It. We tried. Three points, mate. I have a son <laughs> <laughs> <Three> now. <points. laughs> so uh-huh. so, <laughs> so yeah. Points. So those like, those things. Those range. things. Um we are adaptable beings. Whatever happens, whatever we do, we're always gonna adapt. We're always gonna survive. You've you've never seen someone die in the streets, from, um, some of them resorted to bad things right yeah but everyone will survive i know someone yes that went around houses in a subdivision asking them for him to to cut the grass outside yeah. give me 15 pesos 10 pesos and yeah, 20, 20 hours like That's some the of the
1: other nationalities in the uae right like the the watchmen in the buildings look uh they, they'll probably pick every household every flat yeah. in the building like hey i'm gonna wash your car for a month yeah we'll do
2: this contract yeah.
0: <laughs> I have that. Yeah,
2: I pay. wash your car for a month.
0: Yeah,
2: I pay 70 dirhams for him 70, to, to clean right? my car twice twice a week.
0: How much is
1: this yeah. guy making? He 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 just uh, gets contracted with all the tenants yeah. in that apartment yeah. in that building, right? There's no so, yeah. reason. I mean, like what you said, the yes. No excuses.
0: No excuses, like when, man.
1: True. True. You will survive, man.
3: Nice. It's nice. Uh, that journey man that like the timeline you fall pick yourself up enjoy the process it's a process everyday yeah. you get better
2: uh, yeah and that's
0: that's yeah. the important, and now, important look,
3: thing you do streaming <laughs> yeah and I've got so, my dream setup streaming channel. <laughs>
0: <let's stop. laughs> yeah
3: I can see your setup man with the mic alone yeah. like,
1: like, My, yeah, man, you I was like talking a... to Kuya before we did our segment. Like, Kuya, give me the specs. Well, what do okay. you have there, Kuya? What kind of mic, what kind of camera, what kind of desktop do you have? Like, top of the line.
2: It will happen, it will happen. It will happen. Yeah. I'm telling you guys, yeah. it, will. Yeah. It, will. it will. Believe you know, it. Will. And you know how they say yes. it here, Kuya Doyle? Inshallah. Yeah. Inshallah, yeah. no, no, I don't believe it. I hate that word. You hate that word. Even... Okay,
0: take us through that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> take us take through us that. Why? Take us through that. When I meet, oh, when I meet the, someone, I'm very
2: curious now. Why? In Inshallah, here in the UAE, means in God's time, right? right? In God's time, they mean that in the 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 nicest possible way. Right? Yeah, they always say that. They mean that positively when when they say that. Business wise. When you meet someone <laughs> yeah. and you tell them, for example, oh I've sent you the I've sent you I'm gonna give you this document. Um can I expect that back sign in three days? Oh, I'll give that to you tomorrow, inshallah. <laughs> inshallah Tomorrow is going to be a month Judge after, time. one week after, oh, yeah. <laughs> one year after. Or never.
1: I never thought that for me word, business yes, wise
2: now. this kinda of context, but
1: wow. I don't I yeah. don't
2: like that business time, wise.
1: It, it does kind of get, that that word does kind of get abused in, in in a way, you know, when people just say like, yeah, yeah, soon, soon. Yeah, yeah. They, don't, they and, don't understand the context.
2: Yeah, they don't understand when it, the context. When, they don't, when it,
3: it doesn't get backed up, It plants a seed of procrastination. Yeah.
2: Like, it makes you, yeah.
0: Yeah. It, it makes you wait. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's
3: coming. Yeah. It's good that, you know, something's coming, but you still have to continue your work. Yeah. You know? Like, there are things <laughs> that you need, like, uh, yeah. yes or no questions to. Like, when will I get this? How will I get that? So you, yeah, we always get
1: to this part of the show, you know. You're even donning it now, that shirt. You know? So, <laughs> yeah.
3: yeah. Respect. Mad respect. Mad respect,
1: Yeah, Salamat. Um, you're yeah, welcome. No problem, guys. Well, Thanks for the support. That, now that you're wearing that shirt, you no. Know?
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Can you come up with some kind of meaning? Like, what does that mean for you to wear that shirt? Or to be able to speak out your journey in gaming, what is the huge upside for you?
2: Like in in, in basically life, huge upside for me is valuing yourself first and believing that you're going to be winning in whatever it is that you do. That mindset, that's the huge upside for me. Like believe in yourself. And if you're going to do something, believe that you will achieve. Go into anything that you do thinking you're gonna achieve because you're most likely gonna achieve. If you go into something thinking you might fail, then you most likely will fail. Because you have put yourself in a situation that you doubt yourself, right? Like oh, yeah. um You're I'm already 50-50.
0: Yeah. Right?
2: Yeah. So if you if you don't achieve that you that let yourself feel that you did achieve then when you did not achieve. Yes. But until you've done everything that you can towards that goal before you achieve that, don't give your mind and yourself even an inch of thinking i will not achieve it so value yourself that's the huge upside for me value yourself think always that you're going to achieve you're going to win in everything that you do and whatever happens we will adapt right if you fail do yes. it again. do it better but at least you gave yourself the justice that you had 100 percent confidence in yourself that you're going to do something and you're going to achieve that something right so that is the huge upside for me take 2020 for example who would have thought that a lot of people would have gotten value out of the pandemic killing or damaging a lot of livelihoods right but people still see an upside on things myself
0: yes i started streaming
2: right that is what i started because i couldn't control the stuff outside what i can control is what can i do for myself to to make myself valuable while I'm at home, sat at home, not being able to do anything. Stream, make my gaming worthwhile. I'm gaming three hours a day. Make it something that could add value to someone and add value for myself as well, because don't get me wrong, streaming is not just for the community, for myself as well, right? So yeah, I believe I could stream. I thought to myself I would achieve and I would be good at what I will do. There was bumps and bruises down the line. It never varied. They never gave me the reason to stop, that's it, and the rest is history. Now I'm on this grant, but I'm gonna keep running to wherever, wherever it is that will lead me,
0: yes, sir.
1: 2021, mm, it's and now you're so nice.
2: This, now you're on this show, yeah.
3: <laughs> but
1: thank I mean, you yeah, for having the huge, huge
2: upside, <laughs> yes. yeah,
3: yeah, that's nice. Represent, yep, yep. Mike,
2: um, yes,
3: girl. what can you take away from this? uh uh, from our interview man like uh, what, what can you what's the most memorable thing that you've learned from our guests over here for you Mike
1: that's just one man it's like three or
3: more yeah, just like give me adapt. one I, I, cause, cause, cause for me I learned a lot but there's this one uh, one one sentence that, that really resonated with me and that is that we can adapt
1: yes we that's can it adapt. like yeah. uh. And, um, yes. I, just want to go back to, I just want to go back to like um fatherhood. Like when we, uh, shout out your dad, Kuya Doyle, he told you like you're never gonna be ready. You have to put yourself in that situation, then you will know, and then you will, like
2: what you said, bro. adapt I'd like to thank you guys for the opportunity as well. As it's oh, an we, honor to thank we like, you, to, oh, yeah. uh, be able to speak because thank yeah, you. I believe in the platform. And I know, and I, I told my uh, Mick earlier that um, yeah, you gotta you gotta touch people's lives um, because if I didn't believe that, I wouldn't be in this podcast. I wouldn't be speaking to you guys. Hundred percent. And, yes. and uh, for anyone who'd Pleasure like to support
1: X uh, Papa Idol here, go to his Facebook page. I'll put it in the show notes below. Um, go follow his live streams. It's very fun, very entertaining. And of course, support us here, this platform, YouTube side 2021, baby. Koi, can you close this show? Any pa- parting messages for <laughs> our audience, bro?
3: Oh, what can I say, man? Like I'm still uh, reflecting on the words that our guests are. You're still, still hung over, yes. Cause it's because that's roll about, man. Fresh. The journey from there. yes from nursing from the struggle from the mindset from the positivity from everything it's it's, it's still it's still layering on me why don't you close this show bro let us
0: close
1: this show
2: close the deal
1: let's close this deal deal, man ABC
2: man always be closing ABC come on All
1: right, y'all thank you for watching and tuning in anyway thank you all for dropping in on this show thank you Kuya Doyle Papa Idol thank you Pleasure Dad. For showing up, man. And thanks to myself. Alright, you all. See you on the next episode. Huge Upside Season 3, baby. See you on the next episode.
2: See you guys. Lovely chat, boys. Bye. Thank you. Love our videos? Please click the like
3: button or hit subscribe. This is the Huge Upside.